Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. So, Bertie, episode 103. Three. 103. Yeah, that was a good one. While John was away... The kiddies played. Yes. We brought out our favorite topic for when John's not here. Football. Yeah. We talked Irish football. So we were talking about uh, the Irish international team, uh, our memories of the Irish international team growing up. and Some um, classic moments in there. Oh, yeah. Some good ones. Yes. Um, And we talked about our starting 11 favorite players since 1995 since 1995 <laughs> or 1990 that's important um, that's important uh, for yeah our, our, our 11 being birth decided some on our things 11. were hard some things were quite easy that's what she said and we round through it quite quickly <laughs> yeah we did yeah or, or not as the case maybe we'll see you now afterwards um, we also um, revealed exclusively on the podcast that uh, Stephen Kenny is going to get fired by Ireland. Well, not renewed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mutual consent <laughs> by the end of it. Um, but and and we reveal our picks for the next manager of the Republic of Ireland. Oh yes, yeah. We talked through some of them there and the favourites of El Paddy Power. Yeah, it's gonna be me. Um, but it's gonna be me. It's let's. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, um, so let's uh, let's name the podcast, Bertie. Well, do you want to pick that? No, I, no, I, I have another one. Um, my other one is we're all part of Bertie's army. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I like that. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we put under pressure, were we? Oh, put him under pressure is a good one. Okay, okay. So do you want to go with that then? Put him under pressure. Yeah, I we, like that. We, we were put under pressure. No, I like no, to put, put him, him under, under pressure. pressure. Yeah, okay. it's good. Put him under pressure. All right, Bertie. So Big it Jack. is um, episode number one hundred and three. Put him under pressure. Hi John <laughs> Hi Bertie What's the crowd from Trim Cheers you've gone right bugger there now So you have Cheers 
I work in uh, what's the name of the place he works in? Outdoor Living. How Outdoor Living. Dot <laughs> Sheds Direct. Which it's one of those anyway, isn't it? Sheds Direct. Yeah. Com, yes, our <laughs> our podcast sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> We've no John. No John. John is off doing stuff with schnitzels and yeah. laser housings and he, stuff. He's away to Germany. He is. Yeah. Uh, Cologne, perhaps. Do you think he has a fancy woman or something? He just tips off to Germany, or another family, maybe. Oh, like a little German family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Little Klaus. Oh, father, you are back. <laughs> 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 and you brought me some more artificial grass. <laughs> Great. Oh, <laughs> uh, John, John, John. John's going to be listening to this podcast <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> He's going to love it. He's going to uh, love it. Uh, right, go on. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 103. Yeah. 103. Jesus. Almost as old as the oldest woman in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're getting up there. Yeah. We talked uh, about her last week, I think, did we? Ah, uh, we might have mentioned her at some point. Yeah. I uh, hope you all enjoyed episode one or two, which was part two. Yes. I would cycle 500 miles, where Paul finished off <laughs> the story of his epic cycle around the highlands of Scotland. Jesus, some story, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I wouldn't have been a fan of uh, being in the sh- little sleeping bag on the side of the road. Now, no, fair. not a hope. Especially, no. I can't see when it's damp and stuff. No way I can oh, sleep. Especially don't like the dampness. A tent a tent with like wetness on the inside of the tent. Yeah. Yeah, no hope. No hope. It's like living in that lone. Damp everywhere. <laughs> okay. There's a story there, is there? Uh, no, just that alone is the dampest place in Ireland. Oh, right, okay. Um, we're we're back to this. I w- I would call this a retro podcast today. Retro or vintage vintage shapey waffle hour, episode yes. fifteen to episode twenty, roughly. Oh, when it was just me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tend to talk about things John doesn't like talking about. Yeah, while <laughs> while the cat's away. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, yeah, I would like to say yes. Wherever you are, listen to this podcast. Please take a second. To rate, like, share, follow, and subscribe. Yeah. Why would the, why should they do that, Bertie? Look, at lads, I mean, we're putting out all these fantastic podcasts. Quality and content. And are listening to it because we can see you're listening to it. <laughs> we see you. We can see the numbers. And uh, it's great to have so many people listening to the podcast. It but is. maybe it's the demographic of people who are listening and a certain age that you don't like social media. Yeah, yeah. But to keep us going and to keep... The podcast coming every Wednesday morning at 7.02 a.m. on the Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. You have to share our content. You have to like yeah. it. You have to comment and get back to us. That's the way it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only for Scotty's brother, we'd be goosed. We'd be absolutely goosed, <laughs> yeah. No comments whatsoever. Fair play to you. Yeah, no, get 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 the, get the all that stuff into us, please. Please, yes. please, please. Because um, the numbers are going up. But we need them to go up exponentially. Yes, because it's uh, all about uh, these algorithms on social medias and everything. That is where you get the extra plays and then you might share it and someone that you know that might not know about us will see it and be like, oh, what's that? And mm. they'll check it and maybe they'll share it and so on and for- so forth. And then all the hours go up and then that keeps John happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. John likes yeah. arrows, doesn't he? Uh, yep, yeah, and he likes all the arrows going up. Whether it's uh, the grass sales or the podcast listens, or arrows the, have to go up. Or the amount of secret children that he has in Germany. Yes. And Turkey, maybe, as well. Little John with uh, no H. <laughs> Yon. Yon. <laughs> um, um, we had um, your brother again. What, was, what was he saying? He this says, hey, you can't believe you haven't seen The Day After Tomorrow. The Day After Tomorrow. Um, a disaster movie. Wha- wha- explain, wha- who's in that? Tom Cruise. Oh, <laughs> is he? Yeah. 
Day after tomorrow, isn't it? Is, is uh, oh, no, that's with um, all the snow and they, they fall into the roof of Dustin or Dennis Quaid, isn't it? And they have to go rescue Jake Gyllenhaal and the likes. And then they fall through the glass of the um, shopping centre. That's the day after tomorrow, was it? Yeah. Oh, I've seen ads for that. I think that was in the cinema. What year was that? You don't doesn't say, does it? 2012? Ah, no, 2004. <laughs> 2004, right. Yeah. She, she's yeah. an old one. That's, she's so an old I was one. I was working in the cinema in Navin when that came out. Oh. Yeah, and... Um, Iron in the crust. Yeah, I, I, I daren't not peek in and watch as I was earning my money. Um, but um, yeah. You can yeah. do what Damien often does and comments under the Spotify episode on Spotify because Boy demo. on Spotify, if you just scroll down, you will see um, we kind of put up some polls. And money getting used to it, polls aren't great now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get there. And then I ask a slightly different question related to the podcast under each podcast, and you can reply there. But just because you might have something that might necessarily... Uh, be in relation to what the question is doesn't mean you can't put in your correspondence there yeah that's true Um, I'm sure Paul always listens even when he's not on it yeah but uh, he had a question Uh, has he ever been to Roscommon who Paul Um, that's a a wild uh, question from G Darby has he ever been to Roscommon um I'm I'm and guessing there this must is be some a story there. Yeah, I'm guessing this is some sort of in joke. <laughs> yeah, so we're not sure. The the Darby I think is yeah, I think Paul calls him Darbs, I believe. Darbs. I've heard him calling them Darbs before or oh, about the Darbs. Okay. Um so that must be some sort of in joke. So thank you for using us for your in joke there. Yes. Hope you enjoyed hearing it back over the podcast. And uh, <laughs> it was 50/50 on whether you would like to take on the Highland 550. Oh, right, okay. Which is weird because it's 550 and, and uh, both are 50-50, which <laughs> is weird. Um, would you do it yourself? In the car? Yeah, me too. I'd do it in the car, yeah. Because uh, I don't cycle that much. Like The most I've ever cycled is 96k. Oh, and that's I need to take a rest. Low-key flex there. Um, that was a not, That's a good bit of, bit yeah. of distance. But the one thing that I wasn't going to do the following morning was get up and do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But that's nearly 100 do you say 100 kilometers, is it? Yeah, 96 kilometers, yeah. Ni- oh, 96 kilometers. So what's yeah, that yeah. in miles? Two. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 550 miles, is it? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just leave it at 500? So we could use uh, the That's sun. 59 miles. 59 miles, in right. Well, I don't, so. Okay, so that would take you about 10 days to get to where <laughs> yeah. Paul was. Although I do have a bit of a fancy in me to do the Ring of Kerry. Or get the old pannier packs for the back of the bike. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that as go well. Go around. Yeah. But we'll see. Do you ever get a, an urge just to do something feckin' extreme? Well, that well, 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 I suppose the Greenways is an extreme, but it's a, it's a big chunk of time. Mm. So I've done the two Greenways so far. I've gone up uh, Crow Patrick's. A few more mountains. Uh, I'm going away at the weekend uh, up to Down slash Armagh around that area. Right. I might do maybe... Um, uh, Sleeve Gullion has nice walks and oh stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then isn't there walks over near Newry as well, the Moran Mountains? Oh, yeah. Not sure whether I'm going to do the whole sunrise thing. Nah, it's too early, But isn't uh, it? I might have an owl wander up that way. We'll mm. see. Nice shopping centre over there. Yeah, get Newry some pancakes. Well. Yeah, yeah, and some, and some shopping on the way home. Oh, yeah. Um, come here to me, Bert. How was your weekend, man? Uh, you last, last weekend, um, we had... We, had, we brought all the yo's home. So now all the yo's are home. You. So he has uh, 12 ladies to be knocking around with. Jesus, that's some life, isn't well, it? Well, 13 with the adopted sheep, so she's still in there. And um, ado- you adopted one, did you? Betty, yeah. What's her story? 
Uh, he got just left behind and broke into our field, and we couldn't find who was the she's owner. And she's then over I from Ukraine, is she? I kind of, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> half found who it was, and I was waiting for contact, and it never came. And now it's this time last year, so we just kind of accepted the fact that she's probably staying. Ah, yeah, possessions nine nine tenths of the sheep. Yeah. So and then on Saturday on Sunday morning, then two of the lambs up the road got in between the hedge and the fence. Oh no! And one got on the road. Oh so no! About half nine, Sinead texted me, and so I had to go up and sort that out. So I had a bit of fencing through, filling some holes. And the sheep are okay though. Oh yeah, they were. I just picked them up, picked them back in the field. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, because they're still big enough that you can pick them up. So yeah, or yeah, small yeah. enough to pick them up. Uh, issues with the uh, cars and stuff. They wouldn't get a car hitting them or anything, would you? They'd no, no. Well, it was briefly on the road, and then it went into Sinead's garden because. Uh, house is right beside the yeah, field. Yeah, they're scared enough now they wouldn't go near yeah, the road. And you see, they're all right when it's only one that breaks out because she'll see the other ones in the field. Yeah, so she won't go running off. She's running around trying to get back to them, you see, because they're flock animals. So that's in their nature. Yeah, get back together. Just little copying each other. Yeah, that's it. Little sheep. Um, so that was that was the majority of your weekend. Any, fo- much, any yeah. football or anything? No, is Yeah, well, Everton and Liverpool. And, uh, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, and I had me uh, NCT then as well. How'd it go? How good? Well, failed with the windows, so I went back tonight and I uh, got it cleared, passed. What do you mean, fail? You had no windows in the car, was it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I knew, like, they're in the wardrobe in the house. And <laughs> I, I just left on Saturday. It's coming into winter now. You'd want to be getting them back in. Uh, What's it, are they tinted? Yeah, yeah, tinted, yeah. So it has to be, is it? I think it's a below 65% or something and mine's marginally over it or whatever, so I had to take that off. How do you do that? Scrubbing brush. Take it off? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, ju- you just uh, get um, the heat gun, heat it a little bit, get a Stanley, and start edging it. Once you got the edge, then it just starts peeling off. Edging. Um, so you've got no tint on your windows now? No. The car looks crap. That's a pain in the arse, yeah. then, isn't it? But I'm getting it back you on put next it week. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How much does that cost? Uh, 80 euros. That's all right. But, uh, like, the next NCT isn't until 2025, so... Ah, I grand. probably won't have that car by the next time the NCT is, so... You get rid of it that soon, would you? Well, the two-year itch now will be next May, so... Right. Itchy, itchy, itchy. You wouldn't drive it into the ground, no? I n- I've never done that. Do you not? Oh, I drive no. the shite out of cars. Yeah. Usually why I'm stuck and I need a yeah, lift. and that's <laughs> why you have to spend so much money getting them fixed. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even talk to me about cars. Um, my weekend, Bert, um, I don't even... <laughs> not that I asked. But I don't even <laughs> remember. Well, I thought I'd se- segue because there's no one here to segue to. Um, I can't remember, actually, what I did the last weekend. Was I gigging? Was I gigging, Bertie? Yeah, you were up on the Mead Crime Prevention page. Oh, I was, yeah, with the FEI stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the guards put up my picture, and I was very worried briefly. And someone what said is that, uh, just coaching? It's So it's a league that... Um, What's a league? You, well, it, yeah, it's run over the space well, of... Five what, side? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, or it can be six aside or seven aside. Oh. It just depends uh, on who shows up. So it's like, say, disadvantaged youths and stuff. Yeah. Kids that have been maybe in trouble with the law. Um in breaking the law and um, so they come up and Renegades. play football yes yeah, so we organise a little league for them uh, on Friday nights um, just to kind of keep them busy and keep them in the MDL? no it was in the Aura and Trim oh, oh it was in Trim alright yeah yeah so it was through Trim Trim Garda Station and, and FAI um, and um, one of the guards from the Garda Station there was kind of heading it up and he came down and played football oh. with us as well so it's like community guards or whatever yes exactly oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so the, yeah, the guards come in as coaches and stuff and t- take care of teams and yeah it's really good well, well run if I don't say so myself but um, yeah I was doing the last of the, the Debs run was on I did that on Thursday last week that was oh, the gig um, and I thought you were actually gigging this week but you weren't no no I was I meant to be okay so I'm going to actually 
I don't know classic if I, miscommunication I, again. Oh no, it wasn't even that. It was just okay. So I got I got a ticket for a gig as a, as a present, right? Oh. And um, the the ticket said thirtieth um, of October twenty three, but the thirty was dug away in the corner, and all I saw in it was October twenty three. And I presumed it was October twenty third, which which was a Monday, yeah. but it was actually the thirtieth of October, which was also a Monday. So I was all prepared to go to a gig there on Monday. I was like, everything squared away, students oh, cancelled in, in your pockets. Oh yeah, of course, the wa- the vodka inside the watermelon. But you wouldn't have any um, ones in next week, bank on the Monday, anyway, would you? No, 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 no. It actually worked out all right, yeah. Okay. But it was just the fact that everything arranged, and then the, obviously the and podcast. Did you, and did you call them in then yesterday? No, I just left right. it. Yeah, yeah. And what gig is it? Uh, a band called Royal Blood. Did you ever hear of Royal Blood? No. They're very good. They're very good. And I like the whistling donkeys. A little bit, yeah, 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 a little bit. No, I like the whistling donkeys. They're nothing like the whistling donkeys. Ah. Um, they're a good band. They're the really paddies. They're not like those either. Oh. <laughs> we listen to very different music, <laughs> me and you. Um, but yeah, no, I can't wait to see them there next week. It's going to be a good crack. What, it would be like System of a Down? Uh, a little bit lighter than that. Oh, oh, li- oh okay, ki- I'm, get, I'm getting close. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you, did you ever hear of a band called Queens of Stone Age? <laughs> Oh yeah, we talked about this in the podcast before actually. Yes, of course. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um so they're kinda like them a little bit, but there's just two of them. So there's oh. a guy who plays bass and sings and there's a drummer. That's oh. it, just two pieces. So no big guitar. No, no big no well, the bass is the big guitar. The big long one. Oh yeah, but and you usually have like another guitar with all the strings. Yeah, there's none of that. To balance it out. So what this guy does, he has this effects pedal on his on his on the floor. Oh. And he does all these mad effects with his with bass. The wah-wah pedal. Yeah, pretty much. Oh look at you! <laughs> you should have been doing uh, guitar lessons, not drum lessons. Um but yeah, so I'm gonna see that next week. It'd be a good crack. Oh. Yeah. But didn't didn't actually get to go uh, this week, which was disappointing. And where's it on? The Olympia. Uh, I'm sure there's still tickets available if anybody wants to go. There is, yeah. There is a few tickets, yeah. Um, but my weekend was was fairly relaxed, all football based. We're kind of coming to the end of the season now. Yeah. With um, my little under eights team are moving up to either under tens, and some of them are staying under eight. So it's oh, they're breaking up. Yeah, we're letting some of them go, and oh, it's so yeah. sad. Um, we've got our last training session uh, on Thursday, and then we've our last match on Saturday, and so that'll be the end with them. Yeah. My little I my feel under pressure to be constantly listening to you. That's okay. You know, because you usually... Because I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's how it works yeah. generally when you talk to someone. But when there's three of us, you can <laughs> yeah, afford maybe zone to out. check something or zone out <laughs> and you're still talking. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's okay. Including. It's a different dynamic now today. Yeah, now today. Um, but anyway, so that, was n- that was my weekend. Uh, will we tip on to the news? Yeah, yeah. We'll let's do the news. Let's take it with. Um, we've got a slightly different news today. Oh. So I, I'm going to give you some news, but I think... Are you going to give me some news as well? Well, I have one thing that I just want to talk about. Okay, perfect. Well, I, I may have seen on Twitter. I'll give you mine, uh, mine first of all. So th- we're going to start with a sad one, and then we'll finish with the oh. another one. So Bobby, the world's oldest dog, has died at the age of. I was full sure you you mispronounced Bobby there for a <laughs> second. <laughs> no, it's actually Bobby. Um, he's died at the age of thirty-one. So after thirty-one years and one hundred and sixty-three days, Bobby, the farm dog, has sadly passed away. Um, it says here that Bobby was a very good boy. Um, he was also a very old boy and had the Guinness World Record for being. Bow wow, old friend. Bow wow. Oh, so sad, isn't it? <laughs> like, um, maybe people who don't have dogs wouldn't understand, uh, but they really become like a part of the family, don't they? Yeah. And until the day. And well, the, yeah, well, like, yeah, like that. But it is like you know, you say to someone, you come into work, and you're like, oh, my my dog died, and they're like, all right, okay. How many dogs have you had that died? Um, one. Yeah, I've had two. Yeah. Um, and we got the last one in a box. Oh, it's a nice little job. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You get the, like a coaster size paw print. 
Was this the last the last one? Rusty, yeah. I think we lost our dogs right at the same sort of time. I think we talked about that in the podcast yeah. as well. And uh, no, mm. um, grand job now to done little box and you get to put your photo in. So I have a, I, I put the photo half and half. So it's a photo. I think we only had him a couple of days. And then one of the last photos was about maybe three months before mm. he died. Mm. So that's a nice little photo. Was he, it was old age, was it? No, he got a heart condition. It was like Sheesh. something with... Um, electricity or whatever through the body he was like short circuiting oh right so uh, he put him on tablets and it made him okay is this a robot dog <laughs> robot dog <laughs> and um so something about i know neurons or something going up and down it's something connection between like his heart and his body right so he dip and then the tablets would bring him back and he'd be mm. the same old dog and be flying around and then he'd dip again and then the last dip he just never woke up mm. but he went to sleep in his in his hut Ah, and lovely. Bed, that's so, nice. You know, that's yeah. a nice way to go. That's the way to go. Um, yeah, it's awful sad when when dogs yeah. go like that. Um, and yeah, they've they really become part of the the family. If anyone has uh, any dog pictures they want to share with us, oh yeah, we like dog pictures. They're uh, they're best boys and girls. Uh, send uh, them on. I, I suppose you can spark the debate of whether the dog should be inside or not. Spark, <laughs> Sparky. It depends on the dynamic. That's first dog. Sparky, yeah, <laughs> he was a lassie collie. Um, it it depends on the dynamic in the house, I guess. Um, I I would probably yeah, we will should we put that up for a bit, will we? Yeah. Um, I would be very much of oh yeah, put it on the pole. The dog should be inside, would she? Oh. But at I I don't we don't have that set up at home. It's not set up for that in the house. So my dog is outside all the time. Yes, the same with all the dogs we had. They're all always outside. Always outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we have sl- a, st- a back porch, and in the summer, obviously, doors open and come in at the step. And we taught them all just to come to a step and to look in, or they might lie down in the back porch in the summer. Yeah. And then in winter, you might often open the door and they might stick the head in, but that'd be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but they're grand outside, aren't they? Like in France. Yeah, like I mean, they're built for it. It's different if you're just leaving them randomly outside, mm. you know, but like, like he has. Like without a, any shelter or anything? Yeah, like. he has a bed yeah. in a doghouse in a hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has his run as well. And that's all three dogs. That was their house. Now, obviously, we've changed the bed and upgraded and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's insulation in that. Um, and then uh, when it's really cold, like, have a jacket for the dog. I'll put extra straw in with him. Yeah. And I think when animals are outside, because obviously they're made to be outside, they acclimatize to being outside. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll be on the same side of the, sa- the fence. Let's put that up a, a, in a poll, maybe. Yes. And see. Um, okay, second piece of news is that uh, an airline is forced to book extra flight after a group of 25 sumo wrestlers made the plane too heavy to fly, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so Japanese airlines had an unusual issue with the over 25 sumo wrestlers who were travelling to compete in a competition all booked onto the same flight. Um, but they wouldn't have much luggage because they only bring nappies. <laughs> they don't wear them just every day. What? No, they don't walk around the place in the nappy just going. No way. How do you know they're sumo wrestlers then? They could have just been large Asians. But that's what they are, Lasians. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they had to book another flight then. Um, is there currently, uh, say, a, a weight limit on on what you can kind of bring into a plane? There's well, obviously your luggage weight limit and stuff. Yeah, but that's... That's just them being awkward. Planes can carry, like, massive weight. I mean, you see the planes in the army and carries, like, tanks. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And then there was another thing that, uh, you know, there's times that people are travelling together and one is overweight Mm. and you have to take stuff out and put them in the other person's bag. Yeah, yeah. But you're going on the same plane. Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's the actually same the same weight. Yeah, so yeah. I don't understand. That's to stop everyone kind of just having overweight luggage, though, isn't yeah. it? Really, in fairness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, anyone flying away in your family for Christmas or anything? No, I'm going to Brussels to Christmas markets. Very good. That's very good for now. Yep. 
my uh, my parents are heading away to America for all of Christmas. They're away for like four weeks over Christmas. Oh, well, they're going to see the other the other brother. Oh, what are you doing? Daughter brother. I I'm at home all alone. Oh <laughs> no, are they gone for Christmas Day? Gone for Christmas Day. Yeah, they'll be back in. And where are you back going New for Year's. Christmas dinner? I'll just I'll just sob uh, in my house alone yeah. and watch Scrooge. <laughs> but you have somewhere, obviously. Oh, ah, yeah, no, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm grand. Because you can come to my house. Oh, thank you, Bertie. That's a no problem at all. That's a lovely, lovely uh, invitation. Yeah, I, yeah no, I think I'm booked, but um, I sure... Do you want to watch some football on Stevens today? Oh, that'd be nice. Or on Boxing Day. Yeah, it depends what way the kids are. Uh, I can't just sit and watch football because they will get really bored really quickly. Oh yeah, well. Unless it's women's football, they're really interested in women's football, which That's is good. good. Kenny McCabe had a screamer to weekend. Yeah, they are. They there were two good goals. Uh, I I will. Th- there were great finishes, but I will say the goalkeeping was weak on both yeah. of them. It was poor. Um, uh, ladies' football, like out the field, seemed to have improved. Mm. And now, don't get me wrong, there's good goalkeepers, but there seems to be a uh, a smaller group of good goalkeepers yeah. than there is in the lads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now Sanchez made a howler, and he's with Chelsea, so yeah, it does happen. But you, you're right, though. There does seem to be um, a larger percentage of uh, of mistakes in the in the goalkeeping area. Maybe it's yeah. just a coaching thing. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe. But um, yeah, the goalkeeping was poor for those two goals. But good finishes, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. always like to see Irish women. Lily Ag as well scored for Birmingham. Birmingham City are flying at the moment. Yeah, they're Birmingham. in Division One. Uh, but Liverpool lost to Everton. Yeah. Uh, that was last week, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah, because it was before the lads. And then I think they lost to maybe Villa this weekend. No, it wasn't was it? West Ham. I think West Ham beat us. West Ham were good in the ladies, though. Mm, yeah, so we're we're not doing great now in the ladies. We had a good start, but anyway. Um, so that's that's my two pieces of news there. Sorry, I was drifting off there. Um, What's your piece of news, man? I just have something to um, talk about. Is um, what is your opinion on freckles? Oh yeah, you sent me this. Yeah, do you like freckles? I I don't. Do dis- you mind freckles? I don't dislike them. No, I've Would no. You, like, see a freckle on your own hands. Uh, have a freckle. Uh. No, I've no opinion. Being Irish, you have to be kind of. Would you like you know if you were um going out and see a lady and she had freckles, you're like, oh, no, don't like that because she has freckles. Or would you be like, oh, look, she's got freckles. <laughs> uh, probably the latter. I'd be like, oh, look, she's freckles. <laughs> but would you ever be in a situation where you would want to get freckles? <laughs> no. <laughs> So I wouldn't want to go actively seeking them out. Like. There is a thing that I've seen on TikTok that people get freckle tattoos. What? So Actually tattooed so freckles? There's a freckle tattoo artist that will put freckles over, it seems to be like across your nose and down the top of your cheeks. Yeah, your facial, facial freckles. Apparently that's a thing now. Oh my God. People are out freckles, want freckles. But what will happen when you're older and you've got a tattoo? They're getting their faces tattooed like. Yeah. So apparently for face and scalp tattoos, it's like a normal tattoo is can't do it. There's some like an extra course or something you have to do. Oh, right. Okay. Apparently. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So it's a special skill. Right. Okay. Um, What happens now when you get your freckle tattoos and then all of a sudden freckles are then now not in fashion and you're stuck with a load of freckles all over your face? Well, I presume it's like people that have real freckles that you can put makeup over them. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Because they're ladies. Yeah. All right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's my point. Absolutely mooted. Um, <laughs> is that your last piece of news? That was it. Just seen it on TikTok during the week. Interesting. Right. Should we move on to our topic? Yes. Okay. So I wanted to set some ground rules for this topic. Right. Because you wanted to do an all-time 
11. Yeah, yeah. It's great now that we're actually setting the ground rules now as we're in the podcast after all of our research is done. It's just going to be interesting. Um, because, <coughs> as you mentioned, there have been some great players yep. for Ireland over the years. Yep. But I wouldn't have witnessed some of them. And I wouldn't have been into football the same way maybe uh, when some of them were around. Mm-hmm. So I'd have more knowledge from... 95 onwards. Yeah, well, this is a problem because, you know, one of the main players that I wanted to talk about... Well, then, should we, like, see, do people, would they say, like, a pre-1995? Maybe later on in the year? Uh, uh, no, I'd say you could probably do, like, inclusive of pre-1995. So An all-time Irish okay. team. Because... <laughs> None of the current lads are going to be in it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Everyone's shit now. Um, well, Barr, maybe, maybe Ferguson, but he's okay. done nothing yet. So can we rattle through? And sorry, and and uh, Mr. McGrath as well. Oh, well, he was the nineties. He played into the nineties. No, not Paul McGrath. Jamie McGrath. Oh, sorry, Jamie McGrath. Sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. New so, McGrath. Um, do you want to just give some um, pre-1995 mentions? Because obviously that's the great uh, 94 team. Right, well, let's clear up. Mid-USA. <sighs> Man, that, there's so many United, players there. Stuttgart, let's clear up what we're actually doing. So we're, we're talking today about uh, the Irish Republic football team. Yes. And some of the great players that have been involved in that team. Well, we're going to pick our 11. Yeah, we're going to pick our starting 11, the okay. best uh, Irish starting 11. So if you're into Well, fo- are we going the best or are we going our favourite? I, uh, my favourite anyway, yeah. I'm okay. going to go with my favourite. Okay. And what I think actually would be the most solid lineup, okay, is kind of what I went for. Okay. Um, all right, well, so we, we actually just get stuck into it. What do you think? Okay, well, honourable mentions. If you didn't play after, I don't know, 1990 into the early 90s. So, right. like, there's obviously great players, Ronnie Whelan, mm. Packy Bonner. Yeah. And Liam Brady, now th- Johnny like, Giles. Like this is a, this is a, like this is a huge problem because if we're talking like re- like best Irish football teams, oh well, like they're in it like they're like all day long. But M- McGrath, why would Paul McGrath? In that's there what I'm saying. But Paul McGrath played in the '90s. He played in the Premier League. Yeah, that's true. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So he was the main gripe that I had with your your thing, but he actually played through the '90s. Yeah. So that's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we'll leave him there. So we um. So we have to go formation. So you have to pick a formation, then we'll pick players. So we can have definitely nots, and if we can't decide, we can put some maybes. Definitely nots, Jesus, the, the, the list is too long for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, maybe honourable mentions then, we call it. Definitely nots in your, in your team. Who's your, okay, who's your most definitely not? Who would not be near a sniff of this Ireland team? I'll give you, I'll give you mine, and I think you'll probably agree. Okay. I I think that he would never be in any best of Irish team, and uh, I don't know why I, I just dislike him a little bit. But Stephen Ireland, uh, yeah. And do you remember that time that he made up something about his granny? Yeah. So he would be get out of the granny died a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. Now, I've never goose. been um, a good enough soccer player to be called up to the international team. <laughs> so I don't know whether you can just say, you know, listen, Gaffer, I don't want to go. I Do you actually have to make up a reason? I think are you compelled to go? Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Once you're once you're involved, you're involved. Like, okay. but I mean, that should be the highest honor as a football player f- to go for your country yeah. and play. Apart from playing for Liverpool, a lot of it depends on where you, how you were brought up, and how yeah, you, that's true. How you look upon Ireland and playing for Ireland. I.e., a lot of our players are from England, is what you're saying. And um, there's times I think they get money now, but there was a time I think you just didn't get money. Like oh you do get money now do you I think so I'll take that all day I don't know now you I were saying Stephen Ireland so. but there is um a lad and I think he played once under Steve Stalton right and he had long blonde hair and I think he played in the American leagues David Connolly 
Uh, no, he he's actually he actually played a number of times for and yeah, scored yeah. many goals. Good player, yeah. But um, yeah, I can't remember his name. He was Yosis. Oh right, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of really hostless players playing for Ireland um, over the years. There wasn't. Oh, who was? No, no, no. I was, about, I was about to say Jeff Hendrick, but Jeff Hendrick was a good footballer actually. Uh, he still is. I think he's with QPR, isn't he? Is he still going? It was him and Roy Keane that had a bit of a spat, didn't it? Was it Jeff Hendrick and him didn't oh like yeah, each other? Oh, yeah, back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're, I, I wanted to just have a quick shout-out to someone who didn't make my team. Sorry, actually, two players that didn't make my team. Oh, we're doing this already, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, and I, I, think, I think it's unfair that they don't get into the team. Um, my first one, and he's this guy's, um, he's this guy's uncle, um, Ian Hart. Okay, so he's a left back. He'd be a left back there. Yeah, he's uh, well. Uh, uh, he'd be unlucky not to get into a team because he had something. He had a wand of a left foot. He did, and he had a good career as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was when uh, Leeds were in the Premier League last time under Dave O'Leary. Did you know when Trapattoni came in that he didn't know that Ian Hart was yeah. Irish? <laughs> yeah, finished. Uh, finished. He went to Levante or something as well, didn't he? Oh, did he? I didn't yeah, know that. Oh, he wasn't somewhere. Yeah, yeah. somewhere Spanish. Yeah. So, f- so there you go. I might need a bigger page. Um, um, so we, we're going to go are we just going to go standard 4-4-2 is that the way Ireland should play I think 4-4-2 is the solid one okay yeah, so yeah. none of this fancy shit. if shows. we go 4-4-2 right should we go uh, 4 and then uh, a 6 it depends who who's in, in the team I guess and a 3 go and a 2 yeah go go yeah go for that yeah so we're playing with a 6 well we know what's happening there yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk about who's going to be in that second position okay. so okay are we we're obviously in agreement about who's going to be in goals will we start off with our goalkeeper um yeah if you want it's got to be it's got to be shaken okay that's okay it has to be doesn't it like but i mean ireland's kind of lucky right so ireland has been quite strong in goalkeeping yeah yeah all the way now through, we yeah. had a bit of a dip with um, Kenny. Yeah. And Cyprus. Um, <laughs> he was unlucky, Paddy Kenny, to be fair, at times. Yeah. Oh, um, Paddy Kenny. I thought yeah. you meant under Stephen Kenny. No, Sorry. no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Paddy Kenny. Bazunus. Yeah, and it wasn't, wasn't it Cyprus Brilliant. or Georgia, but it's 5 now. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then you had Dean Kiley. I forgot about Dean Kiley, yeah. yeah good, ni- good nice fella. And then you had Elliot, didn't really get it mentioned, but no. Elliot kind of became a decent goalkeeper later on in his career too. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. he was a granny rule, I think, as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. He started up the one one glove company. All right, okay. gloves. Um, then you had Alan Kelly around the same time there. That's right. Uh, Shea Gavin, another uh, relative of Gary Kelly, right? Were they related in some way? Oh, as I have well? no idea. I think they were. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, still involved, isn't he? Is he? Is he yeah, he's goalkeeper coach. He yeah, was yeah. there with Everton as well, goalkeeper right, coaching. Yeah. But um, yeah, so and we're blessed now with um, uh, Quiven Keller. Oh, brilliant! Zumo yeah. and Travers as well is also very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we're blessed there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, Shea Given just because of that. Uh, he's phenomenal. I mean, he played in teams that he had to make numerous saves, and he was still getting bet four 0 yeah. It's unfortunate he wasn't with a good Newcastle team. No. And by the time he went to City, he was kind of. City took off then, you see, with yeah. money and stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, hey, Aston Villa as well. He was at Aston Villa. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, it would be given. It has to be given, yeah. You can't have anyone else there. Two great goals, as uh, Packy Bonner, Donegal man as well. That's... Look, th- th- again, we're talking about not... N- prior... No, after 1990, right? Is yeah. that what we were saying? Or 95 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has to be Shea Given, yeah. It, otherwise, yeah. I think there'd be a big shout between him and Packy Bonner. Um. Yeah. Well, I think Given was more Packy Bonner old school goalkeeper. Mm, yeah. Where Given was starting to come into 
a new age of goalkeepers, which has since moved on now as well. Yeah, that's gone to be able now to too. Yeah. From the back and things like that. But a uh, brilliant shot stopper. Yeah, commanded your box very well. Yeah, Packy Bonner was obviously very good goalkeeper. Just as well, a legend. So there's your honourable mentions. Um, what football boots did Shea Given wear? A left and a right. <laughs> Can't remember the boots that he wore. No. He, he wore Adidas Predators. Oh, I did he? I, that was the coolest thing about him. Yeah, he wore Predators. Oh. He was like one of the first goalkeepers I saw wearing Predators. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, Shea Given. So let's um, we jump to left back. Um, oh, you're going left. Okay. Yeah. You usually start at right back and work your way across. Have you I never named the team before? No, I always go left across to right. That's There's literally what nobody does. I I don't know why I do that. Left okay. to right. Um, so number two. So yeah, no number three. Three is your left back. Three is your right back. No. Two is your left back. No, three is your left back. Two is your right back. Jesus There's right. no Go way. On. Three okay. has Roberto Carlos, number three. Um, so the reason that Ian Hart is getting an honourable mention is because you can't have anyone but done it. Dennis Irwin oh, okay, yeah. at left back. <laughs> There's not a hope. Irwin. Denny. Um, Roy Keane once said that he was the greatest footballer that he's ever played with was Dennis Irwin. And he was a right footed left back. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah I didn't which is... Uh, he also played right back at times, too. Yeah. So, you have our one in there. Um, um, Enda Stevens, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Decent. Um, who else played left back? That's the thing, you see. That's it's not, it's a, not a fruitful position I think, for us. I think Ryan Ian Manning... Hart. R- Ryan Manning is... A, he's more a, a winger. Yeah. He's gone back there. And so did J- James McLean as well. But no, it's changing now. Like the, yeah. the, the, the I think Ryan Manning is, uh, is, is going to be the way forward there. Yeah. He's, he's playing. But then... He's, Full-backs he, is the way to go, isn't he's, it? He's not on the young side either. I think he's in his late 20s, is he? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Ryan Manning. He's been knocking around a pile before he got going. Um, yeah, other left-backs. Not really. Ian Hart's no. the only one that really makes sense there. Yeah. Um... Okay, you're going across the back. Now, this is where my problem was because... Um, oh, no, no, it's not actually. No, because you said he was post-1990. Yeah. So, Paul McGrath. Yeah, he played. Aston Villa. Got to be Paul McGrath at centre-back. Right yeah, or left? Where'd you put him? I'd put him maybe... Oh, I'd put him maybe right. Do we have a left-sided centre-back? No, now? but the other person that I'm going to na- name now in a second, who you'll probably probably name the same, it would probably play him beside him. So, McGrath is centre-back, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's really even in doubt. No, like um, solid as hell. He had his problems off the field, which obviously didn't help his career. Mm. He, which probably ended up uh, contributing to his injuries too. Yeah, it's and his, so, yeah. his knees weren't great. No, but he started with United, and even people at United said he was fantastic. What a player! He played mostly with Villa, wasn't it? Yeah, mostly Villa. But like, what a player! Yeah. Just unbelievable. Um, I use his name in a chant still. Um, every weekend I, I do the ooh ah Paul McGrath chant when I'm playing gigs yeah. and everyone still reacts to it even at the Debs yeah. little kids and stuff yeah. they still know the ooh ah Paul McGrath chant so for that reason alone he's got to be in there we might have a problem in the, le- in the other spot though, do we? look I, I reluctantly this my pick is, is reluctant do you want to give me your pick first and then we'll see well I'd like to put Richard Dunn in right well Richard Dunn was my pick as well oh okay B- I thought you would have went John O'Shea no, no, I think Richard Dunn is, is more solid in terms Just of Ireland that, that performances. Mo- that Moscow game. Yeah. He didn't play in 2002, though. Was he not there at all? Where was he? He was on the bench. Why? It was after that that he got going. Oh, right, okay. Who yeah. was the, who was, was it Breen then in there? It was uh, Gary Breen. Now, he scored. He scored against Saudi Arabia. Yeah, good player as well. Yeah. But uh, not ahead of Richard who Dunn. Pl- who played beside Gary Breen? Richard Dunn at club level, not as good as he was at... Oh, Cunningham. Oh, Cunningham, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. Um, Richard Dunn, yeah, for Ireland, 
uh, look, I don't think you can pick anyone else no. in there as well. I think Cunningham would be um, a solid pro, but not... He's nothing special, though. No. No. But he, he's very solid. R- uh, yeah, there's a mistake in him there as well at the odd yeah. time. Cunningham. So you think it just Just I'm for what he'd done, done in yeah. that night in Moscow. What he'd done. Um, yeah, no, I was reluctant to put him in there, but I don't think he could pick anyone else, really. Okay. Um, all right, let's go right back. So... I think we're pretty much on the same page for most of our team here. I think we're we're, we're on on track. Well, some of them I think is uh, there's a bigger shout for different people. Mm. Um, I I have a soft spot for someone else at right back. Yeah, me too. But I didn't pick him. Okay. So I my choice for right back would have been Seamus Coleman. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm loath not to pick Stephen Carr. Oh. Stephen Carr, that you're wasn't the next. You're going to go Finnan, were you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, I like I Finnan. It was last, but um, Stephen Carr was very good in the Spurs days. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, and he went to Newcastle and after, didn't he? Super solid player. Yeah. Could attack. Could cross the ball. Absolutely unbelievable. I'm not sure about his Ireland career though. No, probably not as strong as his as his club career for Spurs. Yeah, you see, that's like it's funny with international football because you think of some people they might turn up for their country, mm-hmm. but they might have had a, quite an average um, club career mm-hmm. and might not got playing that much or not in favour with managers and stuff like that. But when they came to play for Ireland, they were unbelievable. Like, like Dunn, well, Dunn is a good footballer, but yeah, yeah like... He did he well at Everton. He was yeah. good at Everton. Everton captain, was But he? then you see, I didn't follow teams he was with. I just remember him, how good he was. Yeah, he yeah. Ireland, like... Yeah, he played for Everton as because well. Because you have so. Gary Kelly there as well. Yeah, now look, I the reason I picked Coleman is because... Is that the, is that the strongest spot so far? <sighs> yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, yeah, the reason I picked Coleman is because he's he served the international jersey um, unbelievably and he's captained the yeah. team. And I don't think the right-back has captained the team, have they? T- no, th- things with like winning things really doesn't come into it because no, it that's that's gone. Yeah, <laughs> we've won nothing. No, so it does not matter. Um, so how are we going to vote in this now? So you're you're would you be dead against Coleman getting in there? No, because I I think Coleman's fantastic and I think he's probably played more than Carr and Finnan. Mm. Finnan had like that window when he was with Liverpool. Yeah, but uh, Coleman has definitely played longer. I don't think Finnan's done enough to get in there, to be honest. No. Do you know what I would like, actually, on the internet, and I couldn't find it, was um, a list of players by position rather than alphabetical. Oh, yeah, that would have been handy, all right. (laughs) You have to know stuff about football to go looking for what we were looking for today. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. Will we do, will we rock, paper, scissors for it? Well, we'll put um, Finnan and Coleman there. All right, okay. We'll decide later on. All right, okay, look. Uh, I don't think there's... Let's go defensive midfielder. I don't think there's any debate. Um, and the main reason I say this is because I think he's my... Not only my all-time favourite Irish player, I think he's my all-time favourite player, full stop. Keith Andrews. <laughs> don't you put him near there. <laughs> Jeez, I nearly had a heart attack. Uh, yeah, Roy Keane. Has to be Roy yeah. Keane, defensive midfielder. Um, he... Yeah, just everything about the man. I love him, even though he played for United. We I just we actually forgot to mention the se- other centre halves. Who was that? Current, uh, you know, Nathan Collins. Oh yeah, uh, Johnny Egan. All yeah. you know, doing well at the moment. But yeah. anyway, yeah. yeah so yeah. I think yeah, if you're playing a six, 
That's the key. He's got to be in any team that you play. Wherever you yeah. play him, he's got to be in midfield. I yeah. think if you, if you not forget, but if you go from where we said we'd go from, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's hard to... He's probably maybe the top three of all time. Yeah, in that position. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, of an Irish player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think of all time in that position. Full stop. But if um, definitely from '95, what we're think- taking of, he's definitely the best Irish player. Oh God, yeah. Where? Wait, who, sure, tr- who trumps him? Well, I'm sure people would say about Liam Brady and things. Not Trump and Roy Keane. No, no but way. I'm sure there's arguments made for those. But there after, could be, yeah. after '95, there's like no argument. No, I don't think so. No. Um, yeah, no, keen all day long. He goes in every team. There's, that's yeah. a no-brainer. Um, and then we're moving on to our midfielders. So you have, you have three midfielders in front then. Yeah. So this is where I might have an issue because I, I had Liam Brady and Ray Houghton in my team. Oh, Ray Houghton. Mm, winger. Yeah. yeah. Um, scored a few goals. Uh, he's post-1990 as well, actually. Yeah, well, he played in 94. Remember, he was arguing with the, the linesman to try and get on. Against Mexico, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no, that was Aldridge. Sorry. But I, I'll go. I'll not touch those two positions. I'm going to go left, left wing. Oh, left wing. Um. So for me, Damien Duff. Yeah. E- easy enough again. Uh, super career, super international career. Just an absolute stud. Yeah. Love Damien Duff there. No, no arguments with Damien Duff left midfield. Yeah, we're not really having much of. <laughs> No <laughs> debate about things, are we? You know, you could you could argue. I know he hasn't actually performed <laughs> that 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 well for Ireland over the years, but Robbie Brady in it left left midfield. Well, he deserves a mention. I mean, in fairness, I mean when Brady turned up, and even like I know his club career has gone a bit sideways, mm. but it wasn't. It was only okay at times. Yeah, around like twenty sixteen and that. But when he once again when he turned up for Ireland. Oh, he was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, was. great player. So it's sad that his his Irish career didn't. Uh, didn't yeah, take it's off. one of those things, and it promises a lot. And timing as well. You know. He was in a bad bad generation. I yeah, think, to be and then for and then when um, the kind of games Ireland played and how well they done and things like that, like you know. Mm, mm. Um, right, look, I'm going to I'm going to go to you. I think for the next one. So the centre midfielder in front of Roy Keane. Now, the thing is, right? Are you playing a diamond? Uh, are you are you playing a number ten, not or are you playing an actual centre midfielder? I'm playing centre midfielder because I've got a nine to ten up front, and that that answers itself as well. Now, w- now once I've said that, uh, you know the fact that I've just told you that I'm playing a nine to ten up front. You know who they are, so I'm playing a midfielder. That's the issue. <laughs> who are you going for? Who's Terry Mancini? <laughs> I don't know who he is. <laughs> he played five times for Ireland. Hey, boy, Terry. <laughs> Terry Mancini. Um, so, like, if you were playing a number 10 in there, you're probably going to go with Wes Hoolan. Um, I mean, in terms of in terms of what? Passing ability, trickery. Would you not maybe look at Andy Townsend? Post-1990 as well. Great midfielder, great. He was career for Ireland, captain the team. Are you missing a step there? I don't know. I just think from seeing, like I know, obviously Wes is a. He was unfortunate that he only got going when he was quite late on as well. Mm. Could he have done um, a lot more there? Yeah, absolutely could. Do you know who was actually disappointing that would be in there if he turned up more for Ireland? Mm-hmm. Was James McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, good solid player. Like uh, career, career dipped off though. Yeah, if you were thinking about um, too slow, 
um, midfielder like he he was built he was strong he was good on the ball but and Darren Gibson Darren Gibson as well yeah another one Ever Everton ruined all of those players yes. <laughs> um, so come here to me um, I think it's a direct competition between um, Staunt not Staunton sorry between um, well who, who what did uh, I say oh uh, Townsend yeah se- se- 70 times he played uh, made his debut in 1989 Townsend did yeah 7 goals oh man he was a beast absolute beast yeah. and centre midfielder fits that role perfectly I think Compared to who, Houlihan? I mean, yeah, you see, if you're like that, if you're playing a number 10, I think you'd get an assist off him. But then Robbie Brady also played in the round there too, didn't he? That's true, yeah. And now it just depends on what, what way we're we're mixing up how we're, we're um, forming this team. Is yeah. it like the best team? Are we, are we trying to form a team that's going to win games here? Well, that's true, I suppose. You're not going to play with number 10. You want kind of a powerhouse there in midfield. Mm-hmm. A robust man that's going to put in some tackles. Yeah, so who are we talking? Um, and I don't see many other midfielders. <laughs> yeah, we're not blessed with midfielders. I'd, no. put Ma- I'd put McGrath in there if... if, But, I mean, he hasn't done... Uh, yet, I don't think he's done uh, He's done enough to get ahead of Townsend yeah. for me. But Jamie McGrath, I'd, I'd pop in there. Great midfielder. Yeah. Also from my boy, I said. Just, uh, just uh, like, I'm just scanning down there in midfielders and um, no one really else which is <laughs> yeah no th- th- we weren't blessed Callum O'Dowd is not a defender he's a winger yeah yeah and a good one at that I like him actually good player yeah he's just it's one of those things you have such a small window don't you with um, international call ups oh yeah, yeah especially yeah. for Ireland because you've really only the last while qualification games yeah, yeah. you're missing out on those extra games at um, tournaments and things aren't you yeah yeah um. Yeah. Do you want to go with um? Actually, I haven't seen him on this list so far. As I'm scanning down, just an honourable mention, of course, as well for um, Glenn Whelan. Oh yeah, good player as well. Yeah. He has an unbelievable club career. He was still playing up until a couple of years ago. I think he dropped down maybe far screen or that. Mm. The man that always chewed the chewing gum. You never really knew what he was doing, but you knew he was important. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of weird that way. Isn't just it? a little. He was just. He was in there, wasn't he? Just, yeah. just held the midfield together. Um, um, we actually might get lynched if we don't mention the the fact that Johnny Giles um, was on the left midfield there. Honorable mention for Johnny. Yeah. Um, good lad. Good lad. And Jason McAteer. He was left wing. Oh, well, McAteer! I forgot about McAteer. Yeah. Scored he that brilliant goal against the Dutch. He also played right wing though, didn't he as well? He might have played right wing. I think he jumped oh, to right wing a little bit. Okay. So are we going with um, Townsend then there? I think it's going to be. I'm just going to put T because I'm not sure how to spell his name. T-O-W. Oh, T-O-W. Townsend. Townsend. Yeah, um, so I yeah, it's got to be Townsend, I think. Right midfield, I'm going to leave up to you because I I was actually stuck in this position as for who to put in there. Oh, Aidan McGeady. He was right wing. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. Tricky, tricky little devil. Yeah, he was he was a good choice, actually. That's a good good shout there. Um. I'd even go as far as to say oh, she could push Coleman up there and maybe stick Gary Kelly in behind him. Kevin Kilban played there, but... Kilban. I don't know what it was about Kilban. There's another uh, He always turned up for us. Everton, Everton ruined. He always um, turned up. 110 um, appearances. Yeah. That. You know what? He was good. He had a big goofy head in him, but yeah. he was a good, bl- good bloody good footballer. And um, Holland as well. Matt Holland was centre midfielder, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, remember that uh, Daisy Cutter he scored in the World Cup? Yeah, class. Yeah. Actually, he was probably a good shout there for that Townsend position, but I mean, you know. Another granny rule, wasn't he? Very, very English, wasn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was caught, um, he was caught, remember singing the, the English <laughs> national anthem and oh, Roy, yeah. Roy Keane came out to him. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
No, I uh, yeah, go ahead of time. Well, Townsend was another um, another at Holland forty eight appearances and uh, five goals for Matty Holland. So you could probably stick you could probably stick Brady on the right as well. He was he was left footed though, wasn't he? Um, uh, yeah. So who are we going for? You you pick the right midfield because I'm actually lost there. I really don't know. I'd say it's probably going to have to be McGeady to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. You go McGeady. I mean, he, I did McGeady not play left as well though? I might have. I thought McGeady was more left, but anyway. Well, you see, it's not coming up. It's just that they're midfielders. Yeah, I thought he was left, but yeah, I stick him on the right there. I don't think um, he, who like again. We're probably going to be lynched for this, but there's probably probably someone we're really missing on the right hand side. We're, we're missing somebody outside. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a problem one because uh, I think the 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 top two for me pick themselves as well. I don't think there's any question. Um, in my mind, oh, with the top two, yeah. Well, you have to go with your all-time leading goal scorer, uh, 68 international goals, hasn't he? Yeah. Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got to go... Well, for me, anyway, the top two's... Uh, Seamus Coleman only has 68 appearances. Key, yeah, injuries. A lot of injuries. Yeah, Everton ruined him. Yeah. Um, I, I think the top two, you've got to go Keane and Quinn. Keane and Quinn. Yeah, Niall Quinn. Man... If you're not putting Niall Quinn down in that second page, there's something <laughs> wrong with your brain. Who 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 would you put in ahead of Niall Quinn in terms of goal <laughs> scorers for the Republic of Ireland and the fact that they work so well together? Um, Who's going in there? Um, Ferguson. <laughs> no, <laughs> scored a goal. Sh- Shane Long. <laughs> oh, that's a decent shout, but oh god, I don't know. And I wouldn't mind only two of my uh, most memorable moments, probably for Keane and Long, came yeah. against the same opposition. Yeah. Yeah. Was it we forgot Germany? Mentioned Darren Randolph. Ah. Only okay now, nah, look. You only got in that time because Gibbon was injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I like Shane Long. Can but I d- I'm very a big fan of um, Kevin Doyle, actually, as well. I'm not putting him in. I'm just saying. Dyler. Yeah, he was decent, yeah. He's, de- he's no Niall Quinn, though. Come on. No. Niall Quinn. How many goals did Niall Quinn score for Ireland? Um, in his day, he was a hero, absolute hero. He he was like the basis of our whole ethos of football for oil. Twenty one goals in ninety one appearances. Oh, that's pretty shite, actually. What's um? And his last game was that Spain game in two thousand two. With oh yeah, that was a bad game. We lost four yeah. 0 didn't we? How many goals did um did Long score for Ireland? Seventeen goals in eighty eight appearances. <laughs> And what he w- uh, Quinn was what nineteen twenty one oh twenty one not too many in ninety something yeah mm, yeah no I'd still probably go for Quinn in my opinion twenty one goals and ninety one appearances yeah um he I just don't know I uh, think he compliments Keane well who is the they're two good players together who is the second I know Keane obviously sixty eight I think uh, closer was top and Keane was like second for international goals there for ages but I think that's all of them's been blown out of the waters now. Yeah, yeah. John and Walters is fourteen. Jeez, it's always the yeah. It's always that striker that we're missing. Under- I suppose that's where we're talking about Evan Ferguson now, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's kind of the new hope, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I hope something happens there. Frank but Stapleton's up see. there with twenty goals. Boy Stapleton. Um, twenty-one, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Who are we going for here? So do you want to go with with Quinn then? Just, just, just because of the knockdown against Germany in yeah, the World Cup, ba- basically, yeah. No, but I the the main reason I want to go for Niall Quinn is because he our our whole style of football was based on the fact that Niall Quinn was just tall, 
Just like, oh, knock it up to Niall Quinn. He'll knock it down to whoever's yeah. playing beside him. Um, so I think Keane was... No, he wasn't lucky, obviously. Keane was a brilliant, yeah. brilliant striker. But he was lucky to have Quinn alongside him for a lot of the time as well. Yeah, that's Quinn. To knock the ball down to him so he could score those goals. Um, but yeah, Robbie Keane. You forget how good Robbie Keane actually was for a while. Oh, you? for Ireland. Oh, definitely. Oh, but even with Spurs, like he scored some on real goals. And... Unlucky that he didn't actually take off for Liverpool as well. Remember he played for Liverpool yeah, for like a season? Yeah, well, the Liverpool wanted to buy him, but Benitez didn't like him. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, that should have been... Oh, he should have done way better than that. I was so excited when Robbie Keane went to Liverpool. My whole life just... Yeah. I, I was yeah. amazing, like... Because it's always nice when there's an Irish person involved in um In, in Liverpool. Liverpool yeah, film. yeah, I love it. Ed McGee is still playing, actually, Is there... Oh, is he? He's a- going Air for United. All right. Is um is there any Irish players playing for apart from um Quiven Callagher? Is there any other Irish playing? Yeah, for the new fella, uh, Trent, Trent Doherty or something. Young oh fella, right. he's Trent only sixteen. Doherty. I thought you meant Trent Alexander. Uh, it's like he's double bar name Trent Coney Doherty. Yeah, Irish footballer. All oh right, okay. He's uh he's you only a young fella. There you go. Boy, Trent, get him in, get him in. Uh, Seventeen years. He was actually on the bench. Um, as like, do you know the way you have the, the subs who are togged, yeah. but then you also have like extra subs. Or they just in suits? Uh, yeah, he was because I seen him behind Clamp at one stage. But All I right. I, but I looked up and he wasn't named on the bench. All right, okay, very good. Um, good, that's a good hope as I well. I just want to Fair try play. and find out what foot McGeady used. Oh, I want to say McGeady was left-footed. I think can't believe he's still playing though. Jesus, he must be hurting for a bit of cash. Well, he's only thirty-seven. Ah, uh, yeah, he's hurting for a bit of cash. We still playing <laughs> football that stage. Let's um, be honest. Um. So we've got everyone. We just we oh, haven't. He, he was a left winger. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was yeah. left wing. Yeah, and um, and you've McLean out there as well, which, which deserves a mention too. He's one hundred club. <sighs> James McLean. Now here's the thing about James McLean. He is a staunch Irishman to the end, and he'll he'll serve this country. He'll probably die for this country. That lad. Yeah. Um, over a bag of chips, but <sighs> I don't. I don't really rate him as a as a footballer. I think he can run fast. Yeah. He's just a little bit wild. Maybe he's too Yeah, it's he's too he, intense or too into it maybe. He's not he's like he's like a 19-year-old who never yeah. honed his skills or something. Now, I will say that he got a little bit better for Ireland in the last couple of years whether that's because he's got slow or not. His delivery got a little bit better for Ireland. Yeah, yeah. He's with Wrexham now as well. That was the only problem, actually, you're right. That was the only problem with McGeady, or not McGeady, with uh, McLean, was that he'd get into the, the position, but then the ball would just end up in fucking row Z or something. Yeah. And so for frustrating. someone that was meant to have the good delivery, because he's a way player, like. Mm, yeah. Um, so we're stuck on the right side of midfield, are we? Um, yeah, trying to just Google it now. I'm going to have to get a few Ireland caps now under my belt so we can finish <laughs> off this podcast. <laughs> because this list is insane where they're, they're positioned, so I want to see. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, look, uh, I think that team's pretty solid. Do you want to go... Uh, well, as I said, like there's the honourable mentions in, um, in, in, in Doyle there as well for the forwards. Clinton Morrison, David Connolly. Oh, boy, Morrison, yeah, he was, he was nice. All scored good goals and stuff for, um, for Ireland. Um, let's see if I could just get midfielders. Hang on there. I find midfielders. Uh, and we'll see. Um, Harry Arto was a bit hit and missed too, wasn't he? So here's... Uh, oh, soccer midfielders. That's not what I wanted. Uh, Republic of Ireland. 
top 100 players. No, Alan Brown is actually uh, he played decent there recently. Actually, this is bad though that we're at, we're actually having to search and see who were right midfielders. There's definitely an obvious one we're probably missing. I, I mean, McAteer, no. Um, McAteer could be could have been there. Um, on 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 the the right wing, I just have this vision of him scoring against the Dutch that time, and he came in off the left. Remember, he chested it down. Why was he in there? But he could in. Oh, it says he McAteer was a was a centre midfielder. Well, centre midfielder. Did you? Although, look, there you go. Though he was also uh, an able right winger, and full back, McAteer. Go on, stick okay. him in. Are we going with that? Yeah, let's put him in there. I think he's the he deserves it. I think he was a great player. Yeah, and probably for the goal against the Dutch Dutch and well. and a Liverpool player as well. So that's good to put him in there too. Is that a new McAteer related to him playing with Leicester? I don't know because sure. they said there's a possibility he might uh, choose Ireland. Of Apparently, course. he's got Irish heritage. Very good. He's very good. I seen him when Liverpool played them in the cup. Only for the well. only for the Brits to steal him back again. Keith Ah, he should have been a better player as well. Actually, um, only sixteen appearances. Um, shout out, of course, to Lee Miller. Um, he was a great player in his time too. Um. Okay, so where are we going now? Um, will we? Do you want to read out the t- the team then? God, there's a lot of shit on this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, go on. Read out the read read out our lo- our lineup, our starting lineup for so Ireland, our best Ireland. You've given. Erwin, Dunn, McGrath, and then we were tossing up between Coleman and Finnan. That's really the only <laughs> Yeah. Uh, look, I think I stole most of the positions here, so I'll give you Finnan if you want. Cole, uh, you know what? I'd take Finnan over Coleman because Coleman played for Everton, so let's let's put in Finnan. Um, Steve Finnan played 53 times and got two goals. Mm, good player, yeah. Coleman's got a few goals for Ireland, has he not? No. Coleman has played 68 times and has scored once. All oh, right. Oh, he scores for Everton. Yeah, go on, give Finn and go on, give it to Finn. Yeah, yeah. yeah Coleman okay. can suck it in then. Bye. <laughs> um, right, so Steve Finn and right back. Yeah, and Keane in your number six, your defensive midfielder. Beautiful. Then you've got Duff, Townsend, McAteer, Quinn, mm. and Keane. That's a great team. Notice that there are, is no current players well, in, in Co- that starting Co- lineup. Coleman would have been probably the highest. Yeah, but he's up there. he's on the way out there as well, isn't he? And um and then Hulan obviously retired a couple of years ago playing with Cambridge. It's bad that you know that's that's our best eleven and none of the current squad are in there. Do you know on FIFA mm-hmm. the um, highest rated Irish player? Uh I'm gonna say Ferguson probably, is it? Uh no it's not. It's actually a made up player. <laughs> Great. From AFC Richmond off um Ted Lasso. Fuck's sake. Because uh, AFC Richmond is actually on FIFA now. Oh, uh, I knew that, all right, yeah. But who's the Irish player that's playing uh, for them? Joe Reynolds. What? Is he in the TV show? He's their centre-back. No way. Who? Let me see him. Uh, there's no picture anything, but... Oh, he wasn't even in the show. That's stupid. There you go. Oh, God. Um, Again, it shows the, you how bad it is. The, the top um, actual player is Nathan Collins. Right. So he's rated at 76. Oh, that's bad. Ferguson must be above him now. Yeah, well, I don't know. It says Ferguson seventy four. He's a potential of eighty six though on FIFA. All right, okay. And Ferguson, you just have to build him to that. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay. So we have our team. Yeah. Will we talk a little bit about the manager? Let's have a quick little little jaunt into that. What do you think is going to happen here uh, with Stephen Kenny in the next little while? Now, on my opinion, and I think unfortunately Burnley is the Irish team of the Premier League. They are under the same problems I guess they're having the same problems so Stephen Kenny wants to play football we all want to play football football's mm. lovely yeah yeah you want to play football you want to play football like Brighton yeah 
Uh, the way they play is great. I know Liverpool play slightly different. Um, but at uh, club football, you obviously have the players. You can handpick the players. You're coaching them every day. <laughs> I think Stephen Kenny probably has a weak coaching staff. Yeah, him. I wouldn't have Andrews behind me anyway. Because sure. um, no offense, Andrews. It there seems to be a lot of changes. So that's obviously instability. You need consistency in your management team. And then they had a really good lad. What was his name? And he's coaching in Belgium or Germany or something, is it? Trapattoni, was it? No, the Who coach. Who's the last good lad? Oh, you're talking about that lad. No, he's is he the Bayern Munich fella? Yeah. He, um, he, what didn't he leave? Um, but there's someone that left. He's not Irish though. He's a scouser. I went looking him up. Yeah, but wasn't there someone that left and went uh, to the Belgium national team? No, some I coach. S- no? I didn't see that. Um, are you talking about the fella that is at Bayer at Munich and then he's a Portugal coach as well? That fella. Oh, maybe is it? Um, his name is. I'll tell you now because I tried to add him on Facebook, but or not on Facebook on on Instagram, and he wouldn't add me back. Anthony Barry. Oh yeah, maybe that's him, is it? Maybe. Oh, so he's not actually Irish, is he? But no, he was he no, was involved. Closer, he was involved with Kenny, was he? Yeah, I think so. Um, um, so like you have a lot of movement behind the scenes, which isn't great. And then obviously now I know every team's the same. You don't have um the players for that long. Hmm. The only thing I will say is like every country has that, but then every country has like you look at France, Netherlands, they probably have a better standard of players, so mm-hmm. you have to do less work with them, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But you're trying to play out from the back, and you can't do that against the good teams no yes yeah you can do that against the likes of Gibraltar and the things I, I just say right you, you don't have to go beat um, France and Netherlands mm-hmm. you want a good showing against them away from home yeah maybe get a point at home yeah pull a point out yeah, yeah which wouldn't be too bad I'm not talking about those kind of games you can, uh, we can all pull out the random great performance yeah. which would be great like we did when we went to, in, to France when, when Thierry Henry handed the ball that was a great performance away to France. We actually, under Kenny, we've actually played quite well, maybe at times, against the Netherlands. Not so much the French. We didn't do anything that game. Mm-hmm. But remember Portugal in the last qualifying campaign as well. Mm. We've done quite well, results of that. So you don't ever expect to beat them away. You might get. But you have to make sure you beat everybody else in the group. Yeah, definitely. And you can say, oh, we don't Losing have, the, the, Greece, we don't have the players. Like Luxembourg, Bells. Yeah, yeah. And then they said, oh, Luxembourg has players. And I remember tweeting about it. And some said, oh, Luxembourg has players that have played in the Champions League. And I went and looked. And they were on the bench and never played in the Champions League. <laughs> like, although we have players that play some in Premier League and some in the Championship, everybody says the Premier League is the best league in the world. Mm. So that makes the Championship up there as well. Yeah, yeah. The Championship is better than, than some of the leagues yeah, that absolutely. other players play in. Like... No offense to players from like the Luxembourgs and even the Greece. I think we should still be beating Greece. Definitely at home, anyway. Yeah. Now I know they obviously have a good um They're league. Good. Yeah. Well, Olympiacos, Panathinaikos, and all the all these good teams, but we still should be beating them because you look at that team. Barasimikas. I haven't got a fucking clue who the rest of them are. Yeah. It's you always know? been the way with Greece, though. And then like I know Serbia are good, but these teams I, I believe are kind of on our level that we should have a good chance. Yeah, we against. should be competing against them at yeah. least. But and especially, anyway. especially if you're organised. But what happens with when Duffy gets the ball? Duffy can't play it from back. Duffy will take a touch. He look. He'll take another touch. He'll take a look. And mm. by that time, the option is gone mm. to pass. Whether it's your right wing or showing for you, but you know now if you watch even Dunk, Dunk couldn't play out from the back. But the manager is after getting to it. The ball goes out and zip, 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 zip. And that's how you move. Yeah. But it's also the options. I watched Cullen, Knight and Brown. 
they're not coming back in to take the ball off Duffy. Mm. And Duffy hasn't got a Van Dyke 40-yard ping on him either. So you have to be able to mix a match too. So if against other teams, if if playing out from the back isn't working, you have to be able to change it. And we just can't. Yeah. And it's it's very disheartening sometimes when you watch it because I think we have decent players. We haven't, at the moment, we haven't any world-class players. But we have really good, solid footballers who have played a lot of games at club level. So, Kamir, who do you think is the... Who's the next manager? It's coming to an end. So who's, yeah, who's next? Yeah, well, I think, like... Who's your shout? Give me one person who you think is going to be the next well, Ireland manager. I, 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 what the kind of person I'd like, and you won't get him anyway, but the reason I'd say Will still, if you look at Will oh, still, you're not getting him, no, 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 no. But he's had really average teams <laughs> and done really well. Mm. So you need someone who can do really well with what they've got. Yeah. And I, I think someone like him. Now I know your man is at Harv Renard, is it? Who's that? He's the current f- uh, French ladies uh, women's team manager. Oh, him, yeah, Remember yeah, yeah. Saudi Arabia and things like that. I think he'd be like a little bit of box office because he has a, he's quite um, that's a sh- good shout, that. Yeah, and yeah. Things like that. That's a good shout. And he's done very well. Like he done really well with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia bet Argentina in the World Cup. Did you did you hear about he the the Gus Poye shout? Yeah, and he wanted and he's done well with Greece. Obviously, Greece bet us. Did we talk about the the tracksuit thing last week? I did, I oh yeah, you mentioned that, Jeff. Yeah, about yeah. you saying that you see everybody in the tracksuit and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's interest there from from yeah. unless he just wants an Ireland tracksuit. Maybe that's what he's after. <laughs> um, but here's my shout, and I would love this, and I I think we just need to shake things up and go absolutely postal on it. Yeah, uh, I want Roy Keane as the next manager of Ireland. <laughs> I want it. We need it. We need someone in there who's not going to take any shit from anybody. And the yeah. lads need to be afraid of him. But the thing is, players don't respond well. To no, he's anymore. not. The, he's not the right manager for it. And but he has done well being manager. And is he going to leave his nice job of being a pundit? I mean, the English media love him now. But I mean, he could like he could work around. I'm sure he's, he work around. He's on the overlap now and doing all the yeah, media stuff. Yeah. They're pretty busy now. Neil Lennon, of course, he has um, another good shout. Yeah, yeah. He's he's had a lot of coaching experience, and he's not out of the game as long as Roy Keane would be. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Steve Bruce isn't doing. Steve Bruce has done quite well with average teams too. Yeah, um, I like that Neil Lennon shirt. That's a good one. Yeah, and then there's Lee Carsley, but nah, I think I Lee Carsley has his eye on the England job after Southgate because yeah. the English FA really love what he's doing with the under twenty ones. Right. And I don't think. Then you have the standard Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked Chris Hooten at one point, but he's now with I think Ghana or. Someone like that. He's I think just it, after signing for someone, I think. Yeah. So I mean, he kind of missed the boat with him because I thought um, when he was free before Kenny and before they gave it to Mick McCarthy, I thought he would have got the job, actually, Chris Hooten. Ricky knows, obviously, in there. Then uh, Anthony Barry might have been the fellow I was talking about, was it? All right, that's that's the guy that I mentioned. Yeah, it? so he is a, he's a robot Bayern Munich. Is that who you said? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, very good. So that's him, yeah. Yeah, good lad, Anthony Barry. Yeah, so... That would be an interesting one, actually, Anthony Barry, yeah. 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 He's he's with Portugal, I think, as because well. Because they don't have the money. <laughs> no. So you need someone who is like modern and who's a good tactician. Because definitely in international football, you have to be more tactical. And you have to be able to coach players very quickly in a system because you only have a couple of days with them. Does he? Does it say he's Irish? No, it's Liverpoolian. Yeah, yeah. He is Scouser, yeah. yeah. Um, so why is he being linked with the Ireland job? Uh, because he was part of Stephen Kenny's coaching oh right, setup. okay, yeah, So yeah. he's been there. Now, of course, McKenna is go doing really well at Ipswich. He would have been a good shout, but you're not going to get him out of Ipswich. Right, give me one. Who is it? 
and then we'll move on. We have to do the waffle game now. Oh yeah, so we're going to do the waffle game. Um, who who's your who's your choice? Who are you picking for Ireland manager next? Ireland manager, put some money in. Well, it. I I like your man Renard. If you get him, his contract with the French ladies FAI or FA whatever they're called is up next year. Right, so you're you're pinning it on Renard. Yeah, and he's, he's not actually that expensive. All right, apparently. Okay, okay. Uh, so you're going for him. I'm going to say uh, Neil Lennon's a great shot. Yeah, Neil I'm gonna Lennon, I'm gonna back Neil Lennon actually for the next manager. I'd okay. love Keane, but it's prob- that prob- it's probably a better one. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the waffle game. Paper, scissors, shoot. Not to find which pages oh, on. I won. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go. Let me go A. Go on. Okay, A. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Scotty. In 30 seconds, can you name countries start with the letter C? Canada. Uh, Colombia, um, Cuba, um, Jeannie Mac, uh, Chile, uh, did I say Canada already? Yeah. Um, Cancun. You have 20 seconds left. Um, or sorry, 10 seconds left. uh, (laughs) I can't think of any more. Uh, China, um, five, uh, Three, two, uh, beep. No, that got no more. I actually, did it quite well there. I think something was coming there, was there? No, no, I wasn't gonna. No, there's something on the tip of your tongue, though. Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, there we go. But I'm not. You can't give it to me now. No, but if you had gotten that, oh no, <laughs> you would have got five. Oh no way! <laughs> so we had uh, Chile, uh, China, Colombia, Croatia, and Cuba. Oh, nice. Oh, well, that was all right. I'm okay yeah. with, with countries, actually. That's probably my strong suit. Oh, do you want to do the other section then? <laughs> oh, feck it. Go on. Yeah, go on. Go okay, on. we can cut yeah. it out if it goes too long. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, in 30 seconds, Scotty, can you name the five countries beginning with the letter P? Peru, Panama, Paraguay, Portugal. 15 seconds gone. Jesus, I don't know now. That's that's probably all of them, is it? Um, no. There's meant to be five, is there? Yeah. Um, pa- Pakistan. Uh, Three, two, p- one. Yeah, I think there was something on the tip of your tongue. I was about to say penis, but no. <laughs> it better not have been a penis. Than the tip I of thought it was going to be p- p- Poland. Oh, Poland! Yeah, those boys. Our yeah. neighbours. You would have got five if you got Poland. Too. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and I, I drew Pakistan and there's the curveball, but Poland ended up being the curveball. Yeah, ball. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Two fours. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right, we go shell bombs? Yes, shell bombs. Let's do it, man. I'm going to give you a nice a nice quickie here. Bertie, are you ready? Oh, oh. Are, you, are you ready Scott, for Scott, what are you doing on the table? <laughs> when I try, I'm going to actually, sorry, I'm going to try and add Anthony Barry again. On uh, This time, Anthony, would you please re- accept my request? I want to see your, your uh, Instagram. Um... All right, so... Why, he's on private, is it? Yeah, he's on private, yeah. He's a famous person. I know, yeah. He's, he won't accept my, my thing, though. Even though I've got my old FAI gear on, he's just not even accepted. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, wind does not have any sound of its own. Yeah. You only hear the sound of wind when it blows against something else. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Like your underwear. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out the other side of your underwear. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting just that, that uh, people talk about wind, but it's not actually wind you're hearing. Oh. It's whatever it's, it's hitting against. against. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that interesting? I see that. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the term uh, break the ice? I have. Okay. So um, to, break the, uh, to break off a conflict or commence a friendship. Say that again. 
to break off a conflict or commence a friendship. That's what break the ice. Right, okay. So the origin is uh, back when uh, road transportation was not developed, uh, ships would be the only transportation and means of trade. At times, the ships would get stuck during the winter because of ice formation. Um. The receiving country would send small ships to break the ice Uh, to clear a way for trade ships. The gesture showed affiliation and understanding between two territories. Ah, look at that, breaking the ice. There you go. Lovely, I love that. That's where it came from. All right, shell bombs. Shell bombs. Tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.